Welcome to Lead with Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, your host, Tash Peterson, Certified Leadership and Mindset Coach. This is the podcast for confident professionals that will help you move through overwhelm, burnout and self-doubt by sharing actionable strategies and practical steps that can have an immediate impact for you. With a mix of solo and guest episodes, I will share everything I've learned and applied over the last decade that has enabled me to create an extremely successful HR career and since then a profitable and thriving coaching business, all while blending it with everyday life and motherhood. I've also coached and empowered over 150 clients through one-on-one coaching and group programs to transform their lives and careers using these strategies. They now confidently thrive as their best selves and now I want you to have access to all of the goods too. This is the perfect spot if you're new to your career, a seasoned professional or aspiring into a people leadership role and want to lead with less so you can live and work with more confidence, clarity and energy. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Lead With Less podcast. I'm Tash Peterson, your host, and in today's episode, I want to talk about, or I want to share, the best question to ask when you're doubting your decisions. This is definitely one of the biggest things that I talk about in all of my clients, and something that I constantly have to practice myself, because I definitely have the habit and tendency to doubt my decisions and I know that I've been doing mindset work for a long time I'm also human and my mind also does what minds do questions worries catastrophizes all of the things and so I regularly need to come back to grounding myself and asking myself this really key question when I'm finding myself doubting my decisions And so today I want to talk about why you might doubt your decisions and what problems it can create when we get too caught up in doubting and when we kind of spiral into doubting tendencies and patterns. And then I'm going to share this question that I love to ask myself, that I love to talk about with my clients, and that Kyle and I actually ask ourselves quite often when we are thinking about making quite big decisions in our life as well and then what it will open up for you if you come back and use this question when you're making decisions or when you find yourself doubting your decisions so let's jump on in so one of the reasons why you might doubt your decisions and this something this is something that can come up quite often is worrying that you might be making the wrong decision so really getting caught in right or wrong thinking and this can be an element of perfectionism this can be an element of really black and white thinking or fixed mindset thinking thinking or believing that a decision can inevitably be wrong or that there can only be one right decision and when we do that we put a lot of pressure on decision making in general and we put a lot of pressure on thinking that if we don't get it right we are just going to submit like we're just going to catastrophizingly fail we're going to cause a whole ripple effect of things that we don't want to happen when really what we need to come back to and remember is that well I personally believe this anyway is that there is no real right or wrong decision to make in our life right There is just a decision that we make and then the outcome of that decision, which then can give us information, which which can then help inform the next decision that we might make. And like, I'm not, you know, saying that 
there aren't wrong things to decide. Like, don't go and steal. Don't, you know, do really bad things. But ultimately, when we're making decisions about career moves or relationships or friendships or family or, you know, whether to buy something or not, if we get too hung up on, oh my God, am I going to make the right decision? Oh my God, am I going to make the wrong decision? We just make no decision. And we just put so much pressure on ourselves that we just then go, it's too hard. I'm not going to do it. When actually, if we can remind ourselves, well, I can only make the best decision I can with the information that I have right now. And then once I've made the decision, the outcome of that decision will then come to light. I'll then see the result or the flow on effect of that decision. And then with that new information, I can then make my next decision. So I really love to think about what is the best decision I can make in this moment at this time versus what is the right or wrong decision. This can just really help to release relief a lot, relieve a lot of pressure from decision making. And so that can be one of the biggest reasons why you doubt decision making or the decisions that you make is thinking that you're going to make the wrong decision versus can I make the best decision right now with the information that I have. Another reason why you might doubt decisions as well is thinking too far ahead, like thinking about the outcome three or four steps from now or the outcome a week, a month, a year from now versus just thinking about making the decision and then thinking about what comes next. And I'm not meaning to be reckless and to not have some idea of what could potentially come from a decision but not getting so caught up in what could come from this decision that you just don't end up making a decision at all so really just trying to stay as present as possible with the decision that you're making so that you can at least make a decision make a move make some kind of headway And then looking at, okay, what is it going to flow on from there? Because we can't actually always predict what the result or the outcome is going to be. And so we need to make the decision to then allow the outcome to show itself. And what this does is, well, what both of these things do, like worrying about right or wrong or getting too far ahead in our decisions, we can then create paralysis, which then we just don't make any decision. We don't do anything, which gets us nowhere. So... We really, really, really want to be as grounded as we can. And the best question to ask is going to help us come back to our grounded place and come back to what it is that's most important to us. So before I share what the best question is, I have another episode talking all about how to anchor into your identity and who you want to be. And this is a really, really powerful place to make decisions from is having a really grounded identity and sense of self because your identity encompasses how you want to feel in your life and your values and and what the vision of your life is. So when those things are really clear, it then creates a clearer grounding place and a more anchored grounding place to then make decisions from. Because also when that identity is unclear, when it's a bit gray, we aren't really clear on what's most important to us, what our values are. It can then also create a lot of doubt when it comes to decisions because we don't actually know what we're aligning the decisions to. So I would recommend going back and listening to that episode and working through the prompts that I share so that you can get really clear on that grounded anchored place first. So. What's the best question to ask to get clearer on your decisions to help reduce the doubt? And this question was one that Kyle actually shared with me 
many years ago, which I consistently use for myself and which I have then gone on to share with a lot of my clients. And that is, am I making this decision from love or from fear? So I'll break this out into both of those elements. But the question is, am I making this decision from love or from fear? So if we break it out and essentially ask those questions separately, the first one is, am I making this decision from fear? So fear could be the fear of what people will think if you make the decision. Fear of failing. If I make this decision, what if I fail? If I make this decision, what if I succeed? Fear of succeeding is just as common and as paralyzing as the fear of failure. Am I fearing succeeding if I make this decision? The fear of being wrong, which is one of the ones I shared before around why we doubt decisions. Am I worried about being wrong by making this decision? And so I think that I should make this decision because it's the quote-unquote right decision. Or I shouldn't make this decision because what if it's wrong? Which is very much coming from a place of fear, of worry. Another element of making a decision from fear is also the fear of having to change or the fear of things changing. So, you know, if we are thinking about making a change in our career when we're thinking about you know, maybe ending a friendship or ending a relationship or stepping into a friendship or stepping into a relationship or changing companies or starting a business or whatever it might be. Often we can be afraid of things changing because we're comfortable. We're comfortable with how things are. We're comfortable with how things are going. And so I'm not making this decision because I'm scared of things changing or I am making this decision because it helps to keep things the same. So I'm going to stay in this job or stay in this relationship or, you know, not start the business because it keeps me comfortable and it keeps me with what I know. And the thing with making a decision from a place of fear is that this decision point will hardly ever work out. So it might feel more comfortable It might feel more comforting. It might create some results in the short term. So it might give us what we think we want. So we want comfort. We want security. We want safety. We want want more of the same or we want kind of that quick hit, that quick fix. And so we might get an element of that in the short term, but it hardly ever works in the long term because... (laughs) We're not making this decision from a really connected and grounded place within us. And this is where things can become really sticky. And what actually also comes from this is when we make a decision from fear is that there will always be something that feels off with this decision point. There will always be something that feels like it's not quite the best thing for us or you know, it doesn't quite feel as relieving as we thought it would or feel as exciting or as expansive as we thought it would because it's not actually coming from a, it's not coming from what it is that we most want or what we most need for ourselves. And so that feeling of something, like that feeling of tension, that feeling of discomfort is a sign that we're probably making this decision from a place of fear. And what will also happen is when we make a decision from a place of fear is that the best choice for us, the most aligned choice for us will always be lingering in the background. It'll always be simmering underneath the surface, being like, oh, I should have done that. Oh, I should have. I know like this. I knew that this decision wasn't the best one for me. I really should have made that. Not that I like to use the word should, 
but you get what I'm saying. But our most aligned and most best choice will always be lingering in the background. And over time, it'll create a lot of tension with our current reality because the choice that we did make to continue to feel the way that we wanted to feel, to continue to create comfort in our current reality was made from a place of fear. It wasn't made from the best place for us. And so over time, that tension will continue to grow and grow and grow, which will then mean that at some point we're going to need to pivot. We're going to need to make a different decision because this decision that we made from a place of fear was never the best decision for us in the first place. So that's what it would look like to make a decision from a place of fear. Now let's break down the second half of the question. Am I making this decision from a place of love? So what would this look like? So if I made this decision from a place of love, it would be a love for me and what I most want and need. And this is probably going to sound super selfish, the way that I'm explaining all of this. But the thing is, is that when we make decisions that are best aligned for us, we also then make this the decisions that are also best aligned for the people around us because when we are anchored and grounded and connected to the decisions that we make, we are then grounded, anchored and connected when we are interacting and we're connecting with the people around us. So another element of am I making this decision from a place of love is am I doing this from a place of expansion and growth? Does this decision feel expansive and, and growth orientated and it's pulling me forward? That means that we're making the best, most aligned decision in this moment. Another element of making a decision from a place of love is love for the journey and what it's going to open up for you. Right. So sometimes when we make a decision from a place of fear, it's very short term focused. It's very, you know, instant gratification focused. Whereas when we're making a decision from a place of love, it's not always the easiest decision we're making. However, it's focused on the long term vision of what we want. And it's connected to something bigger than just decision, this decision on its own, which is then how we stay grounded in the journey, how we stay focused on the opportunity of this decision versus just how am I just going to get through this moment. So when we're making decisions from a place of love, this decision point will always work out. Absolutely, it will always work out. Even if it might not always feel like it at the time or in the moment, it will always work out and lead to the next best thing. When we make decisions from a place of love, it doesn't necessarily always feel easy, but it is always the simpler choice. It is always the simplest choice because it is grounded in our values and how we want to feel and what we most want for ourselves, which is simple when we're really clear on what that is. But it isn't always going to be the easiest choice because sometimes it's going to feel really uncomfortable. Sometimes it's going to feel really like there's going to be a lot of resistance that comes up with it because it means that things need to shift or it means that things might change. It means that things might come to an end. It means that things might, you know, start and create a new beginning, which isn't always a fun time in the moment. But again, it will always work out because it is connected to what we most want and what is most best for us in the moment and at that time. And there will always be an element of relief or that feeling of an exhale when we make a decision from a place of love. I can guarantee you that when you make a decision from a grounded place of love, in that moment, at that very moment, you will feel a sense of relief and exhale in the body. 
before the mind jumps in and starts creating all the doubt and worry and anxiety and all of those things, all of the fears. There will always be a moment of relief and exhale. And it's in that moment that you can trust that it is the best decision that you can make at that time. And I'm just going to reiterate again that making a decision from a place of love is not always the easiest decision. However, it will always be the best decision for you. And I'm very intentionally not using right or wrong because I don't believe that it's a right or wrong decision. It's the best decision we can make at the time with the information we have and with where we're at. And so, again, am I making this decision from a place of fear or from a place of love? Fear is also predominantly externally focused, so constantly worrying about what's happening out there, what people think, what is it going to do for people, blah, blah, blah. Love is internally focused first, which then has a flow-on connection to those around us. So am I making this decision from a place of love or from a place of fear? Every time I have prompted this question to my clients, it has made things so much simpler and helped them ground back to what it is that is absolutely most important and ultimately has either validated the decision that they have made and so then we can process the discomfort, the worry, the anxiety that might be cropping up because of that. Or it's helped them shift and go, actually, I was making that decision from a place of fear. I now know what the best decision is for me if I was to choose it from a place of love. And every time it has completely grounded them, it has given them so much relief, relief and clarity, which is how we want decisions to be. Of course, our mind will be our mind and it will create worry and anxiety because that's what our mind likes to do, especially when we're about to change things up and shift things. But it's coming back to this question again and again and making sure that we're always anchoring into that when we're making decisions, not getting caught up in the fear and worry that the brain creates, but connecting back into the heart space and connecting back into a place of love. And I know a lot of people, there's a lot of my clients who are corporate. There's a lot of you who might be working in the corporate space who are like, well, love has no place in the workplace. Well, actually, we are all coming from a place of love. And so love isn't about intimacy or romance. Love is about connection to self. It's about connection to life. And when we're truly connected, when we're truly coming from a place of connection and joy of what we do, we're coming from a place of love. And so all the decisions that we do want to be making needs to come from a place of love. So if you come back to this question and you realign your decisions to come from a place of love again and again, even when it feels hard, even when it feels uncomfortable, every single time it will keep you true to your vision and values of your life. It is so easy for people to say, oh, I value this and I value this and I, I know that this is important to me. But when you actually need to come and make the decision, that's when it really matters. It's not about what you say. It's about what you do. It's about the, de the decisions that you make. But coming from a place of love always will always keep you true to your vision and values of your life. It'll keep you connected to yourself and ensuring that you're making the best decisions for you in your life, which then has a flow on effect to the way that you connect and you interact and you are with the people around you. So I know it might sound really selfish. And of course, 
you know, not every decision is about self first, like with Kyle and I, like not all the decisions are just about each of us individually. You know, we now have uh, a son. And so there's a lot of decisions that we need to make that are about what's actually best for him. But we always come back to this. It's like, okay, we're about to make this just this decision from for Jake. Is the decision we're about to make coming from a place of love or coming from a place of fear? And it's honestly been the most anchoring and simplifying question for us that has helped us made incredibly big decisions feel a lot simpler. Not always easier, but definitely simpler. And so even if a lot of the decisions involve other people, coming back to other decisions we're making from love or from fear can still ensure that we're doing the best that we can in the moment. And also making sure that we come from a place of love and making the decision from a place with love, it'll also help to reduce comparisonitis and disconnection because you know that you're making the best decision for you, your life, or your family. And when we stay grounded in that, we then have the ability to minimize comparison because it's like, well, I can't compare to that because I don't know what's important to them. I know that I'm making this decision from a place of love for me and for my family and so that this is the best decision for us. So it can really help dramatically reduce comparisonitis, which is such a relief on energy use and we can redirect the energy to be more helpful and useful for us in living our life. I hope that this question becomes a really great anchor for you. If you find yourself doubting yourself a lot, if you find yourself constantly questioning the decisions that you're making, come back to challenging yourself with this question. Am I making this decision from love or from fear? And I promise you that if you are really honest with yourself, if you are really, if you challenge yourself really clearly, you will make incredibly grounded and, and powerful and empowering decisions which will have huge, huge impacts for the rest of your life. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I hope that this question becomes really, really helpful for you if you find yourself doubting a lot. If you do, have this question on a sticky note where you can see it, have it on the wallpaper on your phone, have it somewhere where you can see it regularly so you can use it as a prompt so that you can stop yourself from getting caught up in constant spiraling of worry, doubt, comparison, comparison, com comparing, <laughs> and all of those things. And you can use this question in every context of your life. Honestly, every area, every context. I use it in literally every area of, area of my life, and it is absolutely game-changing. So I will leave it there. Let me know what you think. Let me know how this question lands for you. Let me know if you use this question and if it really helps you to reset your decision making and helps you feel more grounded and anchored in your decisions. Send me an email, send me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram. I would love to hear from you and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lead With Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, Tash Peterser. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, each month, one lucky reviewer will get a 45-minute one-to-one coaching session with me where you will get the tools and strategies to lead with less burnout, overwhelm, and self-doubt. And if you know anyone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share this with them and help me reach as many confident professionals as possible.